0: The Outlaw Mud Show Drive-In for over 50 weeks. The revolutionary force in sports entertainment podcasting. Welcome to the Outlaw Mud Show Drive-In. My name is Joe Connor. I'm the white puppy alongside my black puppy, James Blanton.
1: <laughs> See? We always mix it up for everyone. See? Wrestling with color, now white puppy, black puppy. See? That's, right. That's how it works. <laughs>
0: Um. So, for people listening, so James and I talk daily, but we haven't discussed wrestling in a couple of months because you've been on the you've been kind of away from professional wrestling since like the beginning of September. Yes, I'm taking a sabbatical to find myself. (laughs) Here a little bit. I I haven't really watched much professional wrestling. Since October, um, so yeah. Wait,
2: a minute, wait, 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 What, Joe. What, really?
0: Yeah, not, not the whole month of October. I like the past. I I haven't watched Raw start to finish in about three weeks. Oh, um, okay. I'll, I I I've watched like the last hour of the past couple weeks. Um, okay. SmackDown, I've only seen like maybe the last. Hour of the past couple weeks. Uh, I didn't watch anything from this week because it was taped. I read the spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. Dynamite, I mainly have only watched like maybe 30 minutes of each week. Yeah, just the FTR and FGR stuff. I saw That's that the guy. main thing I follow. But I'll still like watch it usually like in the 30 minutes before Chucky starts. Uh, okay. Um. NXT, I haven't really. I I get. I guess I did watch this past week's episode, start to finish. Uh, uh-huh. um, Impact, I haven't even really watched. I I, I still have my Impact uh, Insider subscription for pay per views and everything, uh, but I haven't really been watching that a lot lately. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs>
1: about this because I, I, I did not know Joe. I thought you was watching it. I thought this was a good uh I want to say uh, it was doing good. To me, I just feel completely burned out on everything now. Same. It's just, just nothing really excites or just like wow this is aden- it. It's
0: funny because it's it's a it's a great time to be a wrestling fan but at the same time it isn't like even though... Even though WWE is doing good stuff since about end of July. So the past, like, three months, they've been... Like, Raw's been solidly entertaining. Same with SmackDown. But I'm... I don't know. I just feel burnt on it. AEW, I think, has been kind of disastrous. Impact has been... Impact's just calling falling victim of losing stars to AEW is um, mm-hmm. basically all their really good talent they've lost over the past couple of months, with the exception of like Cardona and Myers, like Josh Alexander. It's all a few good talent stuff, but it's like yeah, but it, they stay
1: in the course. That's but they do their own thing. That's yeah. always I was looking at. like. Like the women's division has always been stellar. Yes, but the men's are just you know they they use their
0: yeah. Um but yeah, I even though WWE has been good, it's just been I don't know. I just haven't been completely invested in it. I'll I think their pay-per-views have been great though. Like I'll say like even when WWE was crap under the Vince Reign, I always I I've always said that WWE pay-per-views were entertaining. Um I will say that, you know, with the exception of extreme rules, which really didn't do like a whole lot, but it's like I think like uh SummerSlam and uh Clash of the Castle were both great. Um Crown Jewel I was kind of kind of meh on to be honest yesterday.
1: Yeah, we talk it's like a mini WrestleMania. They're going to have the bells and whistles production wise. Yeah. But story wise it's still going to be just straight line. Like we just we just hear, let's give them what they want and then we'll you know, we focus on story stuff when we get back to the states. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's I feel.
1: Yeah. You know, like, Cuz like almost versus Braun, let's be real. To them that's they Andre and Hogan For them. Yeah. <laughs> See,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's. I I honestly didn't even watch that match. I was do I I went and um uh, d- uh, did something during like during that and everything, but it's like every other match I watched. Um, uh, really, the only, uh, honestly, the only two things that kind of really popped me was, did you watch it? No, but you can tell me though.
1: I, I, uh, I, I think I, yeah,
0: I know the uh, uh, the Usos hitting their one D off the top rope after. Uh, Jay had his legs tied. Together and still performed a super kick, and then that led to the one D off the top rope. That was, or technically, Dunn was on the top rope and um, Jay was on, you know, the middle rope, and Jimmy was waiting for him down below. But that was a thing of beauty, and I will say, you know, uh, Logan Paul and Roman Reigns was stellar because it's, uh, you know, Logan Paul is outshining a lot of stars who, you know, wrestled for 20-some years and everything. Uh, but honestly, besides that, I was just kind of meh on the entire show. Uh, not that it was bad or anything. It was no, just... But
1: you just... Yeah, see? That's how I feel about watching everything now. It's just like, yeah, you know, it was, it, the, the, the the work rate was great. And it was just like, but, eh.
2: It's <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> just, just like that, yeah. Like, I... You
0: know, i like... um. Uh... Yeah, I'll be watching like the next Impact pay-per-view and everything, but I'm not uh, for the for the first time in months I'm really not invested into Impact pay-per-view going in. Um I will probably I don't know if I'll watch all of full gear. I I will probably find a link so I can watch uh MGF versus Mox, but there's yeah, I just, like, just, <laughs> just uh, it's just like even though it's a great time, I think there's just a lot of, I think there's a lot of turmoil. and You can even tell that a lot of the wrestlers are kind of burnt out, too, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of, uh, like, Impact stars are just kind of going through the motions because they have, you know, short-term deals. I think a lot of AEW stars are contacting, you know, a lot of. Toxic shit with backstage fights and everything, which there have been a lot of, and I think WWE guys are in just that moment of adjustment where they're trying to relearn how to carry themselves under Triple H instead of Vince. Uh, yeah, I do think that WWE. I don't. I don't want to say will improve. I think they're they're going to continue doing good things, but I think it's just one of the things where the stars are just slowly going to start you know getting more used to how things are um yeah AEW just really depends on you know if i i i not that i i've always hate, kind of hated the whole wrestlers court thing but they kind of do need someone backstage to you know discipline yeah Be disciplinary yeah yeah um, but yeah it's 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 a it's a odd time for wrestling right now
1: yeah, it is. But if you're new to it, it's the best thing ever. Because even with New Japan, eh. It, yeah. just,
0: like, <laughs> it is New Japan. New I, Japan was my worst shot at light in wrestling. They're just like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, Like I, I don't even read up on NWA or MLW results. I don't either. But yeah, I, I, no. I still read up on New Japan results, even though I don't necessarily watch it anymore. I still read up on the results just because you know it's, it's New Japan. You know it's like, uh, I it, it was it was just kind of a victim of too much going on at the exact same time in wrestling. And everything and certain things just kind of started falling through. And, and granted, unlike W just became crap. It's like New Japan didn't become crap. It just became repetitive and everything. But I still yeah. the results of New Japan.
1: And he got kind of stale. Me and Muhammad yeah. Tabla, there's no really no new stars to excite you. So when Naito first started coming up, that brought excitement. But now it's like, I still love him and he still brings excitement, but I know they're not going to do anything with him. So it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Even with Tomatoga, it's like, okay, he's singles and he's moving up there, but I still haven't really. Y'all, y'all slowly doing something with him, mm-hmm. but y'all not making him the star you supposed to be. So it's like, eh, why should I care? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and I think it's weird because Ospreay d- is doing great and everything, but I'm like, yeah,
0: but I've seen Ospreay since the beginning. So it's not like I'm like... Well, plus, so- <laughs> New Japan is falling into the thing that they always have fallen into. And even AEW kind of falls into a lot lately of make, trying to make... It's an NWO thing, and New Japan always makes their stables too big. Um, yeah, like United Empire, especially United Empire, they got too big too quick. I know that's why I posted that picture there. I'm like, wow, like who have for these people? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> just, I only know Aussie Open, mm-hmm. Osprey, mm-hmm. Anada, uh, um, Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. DJ. TJP and the kid and I'm like, there's one person that I don't know or two more people. I'm like, and 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 I'm shocked to say they all kind of just blend in together. They do, so yeah. Cobb, Renate, and TJP. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's
0: it's just kind of a cluster. Um, yes, and that's kind of wrestling in general right now. It's just kind of a cluster. But like, I'm just even. I'm even, like, WWE that's been doing good, it's like, they're still, like, head-scratcher things, it's like, like, Kevin Owens will pop up for, like, a match, and he's gone for, like, a month, they'll pop up for a match, and he's gone for a month. Uh, I was shocked when Mohamed told me that, too. I'm like, I thought they would try to do something with him, but
1: we broke it down, like, maybe they're gonna start doing rotations, because they're bringing in a lot new people, not a lot, but they bring in more new faces in there, now you're slowly, and you're still doing this brand split thing. Well, funny enough, it's still a brand split, but I know they be on both shows. But that was the whole purpose of the split, so you can focus on more people. But it feels like they're merging it a little bit more. The, the as split one is
0: weird. Like it, it's, it's still There's still split rosters because like they they did like the trade for like Corbin for Rey Mysterio and everything, um mm-hmm. but like. Then they kind of ignore it some weeks where it's like Gargano and like Gable and Otis will pop up on SmackDown randomly, you know. Um mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or I, I don't even know what show Los Lotharios are on, but I was gonna say like they like they've been on both shows, I know. Yeah. Um, so it's is kinda of weird. That's yeah. just like okay. So there's really no excuse for that. And No. And also it's like Matt Riddle, like he wins his feud with Seth, but now he's basically gone back to being a mid card comedy act again. It's very that that part is very odd, yeah i like, he comes out you know still with the scooter, like this past week he was dressed up as ezekiel um I did see that, like cause,
1: that. Cause, cause the whole uh what the alpha Academy did, which i, yeah. I popped for that, yeah yeah <laughs> so. I went back but, and looked um, that
0: up and everything.
1: Yeah. Um. I was telling uh, Master Heater that I'm waiting to see what he's going to do for Rumble. To me, Rumble start... Well, when WrestleMania season started, this is what we're going to see the future of the Triple H range going to be. I
0: think, I think honestly, because Triple H has been kind of... The way he's been booking things lately has been always booking like two pay-per-views ahead. Like... uh mm-hmm. While they are promoting like money in the bank, or on the leap to money in the bank, they were already uh, promoting like Clash at the Castle and everything like that. Uh, I think honestly, as soon as Survivor Series is done with, that is really gonna be kicking into mania gear because I think they're really gonna be promoting the rumble starting right after Survivor Series. Especially mm-hmm. since they may or may not have a pay-per-view. Day one, Because yeah. they got rid anyway. of day one. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, honestly, they... What they could have and they should have done this years ago was instead of doing, like, you know, the whole Tribute for the Troops thing as, like, a pre-recorded show, do it as, like, a live thing on, like, NBC um, and, you know, kind of have, like a couple title matches on there and everything. Kind of have that be, like, a non-pay-per-view, but so promote it as, like, a event with, you know, a couple, like, title matches and whatnot.
1: Or do a Sunday main... Sorry, Sunday. Saturday main event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can
2: do that.
0: Yeah. You know. Promote, and NBC could even promote that as, like, a holiday special because it's, like, you know, uh, it's, like, say, like, the week before Christmas or the week after Thanksgiving, some shit like that. Uh, it's like, you know, NBC special presentation, WWE live on primetime. Boom. Exactly,
1: yeah. Yeah. And let's put it on the, you know, a day that's pretty good, but it's kind of dead. You know, there's no yeah. sign out live or anything like that. And like, bam, and there you go. So, right, exactly. But one quick side note. So it's rumored that Sasha Banks and Naomi might be coming back. Now, my question is, do they deserve, minus Naomi. Naomi, but. Does Sasha Banks deserve to come back? Because when I heard that, I thought about it, like, she is the most luckiest wrestler ever. Because mm-hmm. is not the first, second, or third time she had a little attachment about something, and now they're bringing her back. Now, she don't have a contract, so she is a free agent. I understand that, you know, you want to keep that asset. But I'm like, why don't you send it to the locker room about Sasha Banks? Like, yeah, you can have your little moments and everything, and but we'll still welcome you back with open arms. It's, to me, it's not a Vince thing. This is more like being more professional. Yeah, so, yeah. I
0: like, like like I said months ago. I I wasn't on her side necessarily with this. I I agreed with her. I agreed with her in terms of wanting to make the tag titles feel better, feel bigger. Um, but it still felt very Sasha. Um. I felt kind of bad for Naomi. I think Naomi just kind of went along with her uh, out of, like, friendship Mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, I do think Naomi will actually have a good spot and everything. I mean, she is, you know, related to, you know, Roman Reigns, Usos, all that. So I think she's in with good company. Um, Sasha, I think Triple H and her will brush things over um oh I it but just saying
1: it's gonna be a time where it's time to pitch sasha back on the back burner Will
0: she be sasha <laughs> that's the whole thing about it i i i think no matter what she will not be happy with any part of the card i think she will want to be champion regardless and mm-hmm. yeah she she uh, honestly even though like Back like AEW, even though I sided with Punk against Omega and the Bucks, I still agree with everyone else that Punk is kind of a pariah in the locker room. I think Sasha Banks and Punk kind of share that mentality with each other. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I I I kind of think of Sasha Banks as a female CM Punk in a way, um, but I don't know I. I well, but yeah, it's just it's what we gotta see
1: and happen. But it just made me think about it. But I'm like, yeah, y'all just you know Sasha. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing wrong with Naomi getting a chance, but really like with Sasha and I and I miss Sasha and I want her to to do things, but I'm just like with you kinda of going it the wrong way.
0: I <laughs> I don't necessarily miss Sasha. I don't I, I I I don't I think she's, you know, obviously good in the ring and everything, but there hasn't been really a week that I've been like needing to see her, but I do think, I was thinking yesterday while watching uh, Crown Jewel, I was thinking to myself that if any time was the perfect time for her to come back, it is right now, Um whether it be tag division, women's title, whatever, Um but yeah, because uh, I mean, right now, three of the four horsewomen are all gone, so... It is a it is a odd time for women's wrestling in WWE on that regard. Um but I don't know. It's a as I said, it's a, it's an odd time in wrestling in general. Um like the the women's tag titles are still kind of being tossed around um way too quickly. Like they've been back for like 2 months and we have already had four title changes. Um So that's another Odd deal with them because it goes from uh, Raquel and uh, Aaliyah to damage control to Alexa and Oscar back to the damage control. It's just tossing around a belt way too, way too much, way too fast, um, and, 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 and it makes not- no sense. to... That-
1: the, the drop, well, well, I know Ali and Raquel probably wasn't the best team, but it don't make no sense to give it to them, but just drop it to damage control. When the, well, the, the, the theory a lot of people have, control. and it kind
0: of folds up if you think about it, was a bargaining chip for Braun. Like, hey, we'll give your girlfriend a title reign, you know, come on back with us yeah. and everything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you
1: know what? I take that more than anything else because it just didn't make sense. It's just like, okay. But then I can say the same thing about what's the whole thing with Bailey and Bianca. I'm like, um, all right now, you can't waste Bailey any more times now. You gotta move on from that yeah. program
0: eventually. <laughs> which which I don't know if like going into Survivor series, if they're still going to have Bailey, you know, and damage control as one team with like Nikki Cross versus Bianca and some baby faces, but it kind of seems the course they're going, but it's like, you know, Bailey's had uh, two title matches and lost them both. So it's just like it's gonna become repetitive in that regard.
1: And and the thing is it kills me they didn't have a regular match. Yeah. <laughs> one was the latter and one was the last and I'm like, Yeah. It's like I don't, don't there's nothing else you can do now. You yeah. kinda just did it. Is, yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's uh, like I, I I don't really have any like I I have minor complaints with WWE, but it's just like I I, I still think it's been. I I still, I think 2022 WWE is the best WWE since about 2015 2016, but at least as far as like main roster stuff goes, but it's still, it still has like some some tweaks that needs made. Um that's kind of wrestling all around at the moment. Um yeah. It's a it's a great time, but it's a it's like a dull time also. Like yeah. o- honestly, like every wrestling promotion kind of feels like the every wrestling promotion now kind of feels like the post episode of NXT after a takeover, where everything just kind of feels like it's pre-taped, even though it's not right now. But everything kind of feels mm-hmm. pre-taped like they're waiting for the next set of tapings to kick things into high gear. That kind of feels and like really, everything. Yeah, and
1: that happens around the holidays. Usually, you know, that that used to be Survivor Series, but now we, we have more pay-per-views. It's basically after October. Well, yeah, plus <laughs> they, they burnt themselves out because so
0: since um uh, in the past three months, there have been three stadium shows. It's like, that's a bit much. No, it's crazy. And it's like, scale them back a little bit, but yeah, it's it's a little bit too much going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember, Survivor Series is going to be in a stadium again this year? I think it is, I can't remember. Toronto, right? Oh, that's...
2: I
1: can't
0: remember. Oh, sure I
2: Let me check here.
0: I know the past couple years it's been in a state... or, I guess not the past couple years, but uh, last year it was in a stadium, I want to say. Or no, no. This year was... This was the first year it was back with... Crap. Is that the Garden?
1: The Boston Garden, sorry. Okay. Boston garden.
0: But for a while they, they they had they had a couple that were in a stadium.
1: Yeah, but we definitely know Royal Rumble will be in one for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like they keeping the Saturday thing. They keeping the Saturday thing. I give them mm-hmm. credit. So I'm looking at that day like that's all I'm wrong with Rumble it, because it's Saturday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I I I I like the Saturday shows. Um, I think they they're good for that because especially like if people do want to like go and do something afterwards, they can. Um, I mean, granted you can do it afterwards on a Sunday or something. Also, but it's like, you know, most you'll work on a Monday, whereas more people are off on a Sunday. That type of situation. Um, I think they have a different vibe on a Saturday. Also, I kind—I do like having day shows as well, though, because it's like Clash at the Castle and uh, yesterday. It's good because you no, know, you can pretty much do anything right as soon as those shows are over. So it's perfect for that. Um, obviously, they're not going to do like Survivor Series during the day, but I honestly wouldn't mind if they did um, some of their beat pay-per-views during the day. Like if they did No Way uh, like yeah. Out or a Backlash or something like that, you know, starting it at like noon to three or something. Um, I wonder why they did those for that. And then, you know, do like the big four, you know, starting at like, you know, Six to ten or something, but for like all the B shows, I wouldn't mind those being during the day. No,
1: I think that'd be great. It, it adds a, a different. Time. It adds
0: a different vibe. hopefully,
1: but, yeah. But that'd be a good change. And the yeah. money, in the I know you enjoy the big news about Hell in the Cell, which yeah, I'm like yeah. Now, Money in the Bank, I disagree with. I don't mind the Money in Bank pay per view. I. I don't mind it as a pay per view, and I'm okay if it's it WrestleMania only. I just hate it because when they do it now, there's always that fear someone's going to cash it in now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they can keep it mysterious with that pay per view because if you can just finish it with the money in bank, you know it's not going to cash. and It's going to happen. Well, before they had a women's money in the bank, but now they have it. You know, they always switch it up. Which one goes first? Yeah. Oh so, uh, yeah. Now every time they do that and Money in the Bank start off first, like, all right, someone might cash in. Let's see.
0: <laughs> yeah, if they especially if they do it at, like, a Mania or something.
1: Yeah. Um, and then if they do two nights, you can probably make it a little bit better, but still, yeah. it's going to be the first match of like, night one.
0: I mean, so. ladder matches are good matches to kick shows off with. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though I think ladder matches are overdone, just like cage matches, at least Money in the Bank is different because... You know, it's you know six to eight people in a match, so it's a little bit of a different uh, dynamic than a one-on-one ladder match, which they do too often these days. Same with you know one-on-one ladder yeah. on-page matches. Um, but I'm okay with with all this. I, I I wouldn't mind. I honestly wouldn't mind if Money in the Bank stuck around as a pay per view just because it was a little bit different than it was like you're not going to have, like, a six-person feud and they're like, oh, we're going to settle this in a money and bank match. You're It's the same with, like, you're not going to have people who are going to be like, we're going to settle our feud in the Royal Rumble. It's just a match to determine a contender. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell, it diluted everything because you were no longer, like, we're going to settle this inside Hell in a Cell. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a match because the pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell. Um, exactly. And... In- that was always my issue with the yeah. Hell in the Cell pay-per-view and like extreme rules and stuff like that, where it's like yeah. they don't need to be having these stipulations just to have these stipulations. They should have a stipulation because the feud calls for it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And I always hated that a Hell in Cell match would be not all the time, but before a title. I'm like, it doesn't dictate it, but no. it's the pay-per-view, so let's do it.
0: Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> you know, previously it's like, you know, the the early ones, they weren't about like, Titles or anything, even though technically, uh, the first one was a number one contenders match, but it's like Taker and Michaels. See, does that like, counts for being sad. the
1: first. That's I give that that's being the first,
0: you know, like that, like it's, the
1: Elimination Chamber. The very first one was for a title mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so I was okay with that, you
0: know. Well, I'm okay with the Elimination. I'm I'm honestly okay with the Elimination Chamber sticking around. If they did that because especially if they did.
1: Now, that needs its own yeah yeah, like, that need its own, yeah, yeah. That need is
0: own, yeah. Because like, if I, they do keep, I, I, I,
1: I down, like the tag team one. They just just change it up. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, make it. You know, if you know you who your number one contender is and your champion, make it for tag teams if you get enough people, or you know, right. always change it up and stuff. Or number one contendership. That's what I like about elimination chamber because you can always change it up.
0: So yeah, it's like. If they do them for, like, other divisions, it's odd because it's like, we never really had, like, we're going to do Elimination Chamber for every single championship and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. I always, I, I, I liked it when it was the winner faces whoever the champion is, who the winner of the Rumble is not facing. Stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: it's like the randomness of it though yes very much so yeah because the champion could be the first one in and be eliminated now we got a brand new champion who's going to be and then it it builds it up even more yes stuff like that
0: uh but yeah it's like mania stuff is on sale but like i don't know it's like i want to go to los angeles um but at the same time, it's just, like, not sure what I would want to go down there for event-wise and everything. It's, like, if, is it just WWE that I want to go and see? Do I want to go to indie shows and everything like that? Um, just have fun? Um,
1: yeah. I was really going to just go down there, hang out with y'all, do a lot of stuff, and watch Mania at, like, The Room. <laughs> so are you like thinking that? about going to L.A.? No money, yeah. And yeah, money's tight, but I'm still thinking about it if possible and stuff like that. Hopefully, new job by January. We can see what happens. But yeah, right on. Yeah, but that's that was usually my idea. Was like, you know what? Like, I'm like, eh, it's just it's just gonna be long and eh. like I just want to watch it in, in a room somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Because it's like I'm not. I don't have mania hype. Let's go with that. <laughs>
0: It's like, it's weird, like, I should have Mania hype right now just because of the new regime and everything, but I don't, like, mm-hmm. I think it's because, and usually I can, like, try. I, I like to predict what's going to be going on at Mania, but I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying, like, we're not sure exactly how the titles are, like, how the how the rosters are, like, mm-hmm. if if it uh, was, we- like. Complete split. It'd be easier to determine if it was like a complete single roster. It'd be easier to determine, but it's like right now it's just like a weird thing where they're split rosters, but they're not split rosters. It, like depending on yeah. the week, um, yeah.
1: And then you I, get I'd new people coming in, together. and yeah, we got new people coming in There still could be call ups. Yeah, it, it, it could be random, you know, because so. it does
0: look like it does appear that this upcoming. Tuesday it looks like it is most likely Cameron Grimes's swan song in NXT cuz he's having his blow off match with Joe Gacy so looks like Grimes will be getting called up soon. Uh Yeah, see. I don't know. And it's uh there's a, it's it's an interesting time cuz they they easily could do a complete split roster but I think if they did that, they would need to actually keep the titles split as well. Um, yeah, and that's
1: that's the end game they need to do also too. I'm like, how are they gonna do that? Because the point is, who can beat Roman? But who once you have that person beat Roman, what you gonna do with them belts? Yeah, they can do the Kurt Angle thing, where you know this is after Roman's out of the picture, because okay? that's. That's the only way because I don't see Roman losing twice or doing anything. But whoever beats Roman, try to go with it, and then they do a triple threat, and that's how you separate the belts and stuff like that. They can do the Kurt Angle thing with one person pin the other one for belt. Yeah, yeah. That's the only logical way of doing it. So, but yeah, but then gotta beat. But you know, step one is that who's gonna beat Roman? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So.
0: It, it, it's not gonna be it's
1: that true. American Nightmare. <laughs> I mean, if it he's, happens, probably gonna
0: best, he's probably the top possibility, honestly. I know,
1: that's the problem. Because he was my pick before the whole Bloodline Sammy thing happened. <laughs> before he got injured, that's what I was thinking. Alright, Cody's going to win Money in the Bank and it's going to be at WrestleMania. He's going to do the John Cena RVD thing of yeah, Roman, I'm going to cash it at WrestleMania and that's yeah. when Roman drops the title. But now, Cody's injured. Probably be back around Rumble season. But Roman is great now. So
0: I don't want to see it happen now. Well, like no, he, he still needs to have his blow-off match with Seth since Seth took him out. And it's like Seth is <laughs> the U.S. champion right now. So Cody could be winning the United States Championship. Oh, oh God. God. Champion. That felt ages ago. <laughs> You're yeah. right. It is, but
1: it felt ages ago. Like...
0: I still hate like that it happened. Years ago. I would I would much rather have had Cody just announce that his he was injured and leave because the bad thing is you know Seth is base his his wife is now a babyface but he's stuck being a heel until Cody can come back to beat him and end the feud because Seth very well could have turned babyface at any point over the past few months.
1: Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cody. Oh my god. And I swear if Cody wins it, that's
0: gonna piss off some people. It, will. <laughs> it I, will. I if if they do the if they do keep the rosters together and if they did pull the trigger on Sammy, I personally would love Sammy to win at Mania. And then the Raw after Sammy and KO dethrone the Usos. Um, so it's like, Sammy has two belts, but you almost recreate, like, their old feuds and everything. Like, they're celebrating in the ring, Owens and Zayn. Then Owens just turns heel on Zayn right there. and See, that's the same thing
1: I told Muhammad. I told Muhammad the exact same thing last
0: week. I
1: thought about that when Sammy won the NXT belt, but... Least let Sammy have a month or two rain or something like that, but you slowly know the turn is coming from KO. Yeah. So he predicted SummerSlam. Sammy gets it, gets to celebrate, gets his moment. You get a one month rain, okay, and that's when KO comes in, and then yeah, and they start their feud there. Please get Sammy one month feud and stuff like that. So yeah, well, one month rain, then yeah. he kick off the KO food and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Because uh, you couldn't it didn't work have them win the tag belts, and then they drop them in, like, at Backlash or the April or May pay-per-view is. Um, and then that's... then By the time it's April or May, you're about three months off from SummerSlam, so you can really kick, you know, then the high gear right about there. Yeah. So,
1: do we think... Seth Rollins reign of being a top guy, which he still is a top guy, Mm -hmm. everybody. He's still still the man. That's my guy. But do you think it's declining now and he'll never be the top?
0: No, I I think he's as hot as ever.
1: (laughs) Okay, Uh, He's buried like that. I ain't saying he's buried, but you know how the whole thing with the Cody and the Matt Riddle thing, how he's just being that top-tier guy, but
0: will he be I mean, I, I I I, th- I think star. he's probably the biggest star on Raw. Um, That's a guarantee, you now. And you know, he he is under him. Even even though Lashley as U.S. Champion was feuding with bigger guys, it does seem how it does somewhat feel that Seth as United States Champion is kind of elevating others. So like like Ali feels like a like a big deal right now, the biggest that he's felt since being basically since his Daniel Bryan feud three years ago, so I think Seth is elevating things. Um, And even if Seth were to drop the title to Oli, Seth's the type of Mm -hmm. heel that could instantly just bounce right back and still be the top guy. He's
1: he's foolproof. That that was my question is that I don't feel like where he is now, he is the top of the top. I know most people feel like, well, you gotta have the champion, and they're like, no, I think where he is now is Beautiful. He can lose it on Monday. He'd be on a whole different subject than next week on Raw. Uh-huh. We yeah. wouldn't even talk about it. So there yeah. you go.
0: It's so. he, he he's basically kinda like what uh, they, they had like a thing with on um, like Cornet the other day. They were asking like if he's the new Michaels, which I don't agree because I, I, I think that I think the term the next Shawn Michaels, do Shawn Michaels gets thrown around too fast by too many people these days. Um uh, but you know, he is basically the workhorse and he can be put in with against anybody and make anybody look like a million bucks. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh and he has been
1: there since day one of the shield, though. That was the whole thing. He was there yeah. like day one of the shield. So yeah.
0: And you know, he's still he still has unfinished business with Roman Reigns as well after the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Babyface Self, they want to give it to Cody beating Roman, I'll be fine with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stuff like that. Because they got the history, they got everything. It, it was just, you know. Honestly, that could be a great match. Seth with Cody Roman. That could be it. And that could push the Cody
0: and Self thing too. Yeah. Because that way you could have Cody like win the rumble. He saw his eyes set on Seth. Seth still his so has his eyes set on Roman, and the three of them. Go and, and, and the messed up thing is, it's a perfect way to
1: have Roman lose, but Roman save face. Mm-hmm. You know they can do that. You know Roman doesn't really get pinned, so you can use it as an excuse. But the bad thing pinned. is, with,
0: I, I, if he loses the WWE title without being pinned, I wouldn't mind that. But I think whoever when he drops the Universal title, I think he needs to be pinned for it, just because you know... Oh yeah, two yeah.
1: Two yeah. That's what they need, that. yeah. They need that. Yeah.
0: So you could have like Seth pins Cody for the WWE title or something. Um, and then, you know, Cody beats Roman, or Cody beats Seth for the WWE title. Um, and with you, especially if they kind of want to turn Cody heel, they could easily do a thing where Cody beats Seth for the WWE championship. And it's in the same match, kind of like the, you know, like with the WrestleMania 16. Um, so it's like the the three guys continue to wrestle for the universal, but Cody just kind of looks down. He's like, you know, I got what I wanted. I'm not going to stick around for any more of the match and just walks up the ramp. You have Seth mm-hmm. Rollins who um, gets up and just looks, you know, Flustered, photo, right. yes, because like Cody's mm-hmm. doing this, the fans instantly start kind of turning on Cody right there, and they start getting behind Seth, and they want to see Seth beat Roman for the title. The I, would aden- have, extra I would layer. have Roman beat Seth. I would have Roman I might even have Roman go past WrestleMania as champion.
1: And here you go, and make it add even more to Cody, Cody does something that messes up Seth and make Roman win. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Just, just a little trip the, trip the legs or distract him or something like that, you know. And then he can say, like, well, I got what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Why do you need a title for it? You don't deserve it and stuff like that. And they go from there. Yeah. And
0: honestly, what they could also yeah. do there, um, you have, like, um, uh, you could still have uh, Sammy and KO win the tag titles at Mania, um. And since Roman is still a champion, you basically have you build up for Sammy to beat Roman at like Backlash or Judgment Day, whatever the April or May pay per view is. And that further pushes it closer to SummerSlam for Owens versus Zane that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I yeah. On, honestly, yeah. I think I would probably right now honestly go with uh, in this capacity. Roman beating Seth and Cody beating Seth both for the titles at Mania. Um, Because that way Becky will be back by then. She'll be a hot baby face. Seth Rollins will be like basically an instant top baby face the next night on Raw. Um, And Roman can then go ahead and start feuding with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And, Plus, by that point, if he's cleared to wrestle, you no, know, um, Randy Orton could be feuding with uh, Roman Reigns at that point or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the the Sammy Roman thing—I forgot the the little things that—that uh, couldn't work. And then, then on their Raw after Mania, Roman's mad he lost a belt and everything, and this when Sammy says something piss off Roman, Roman destroys Sammy. And Sammy's gone for like a month or two, and that's how you get that sympathy for Sammy and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And that's when, because when he do when he appears, they people go crazy, and he wants the title, and it'd be believable and stuff like it that. Be, and then you yeah. shock everybody. Yeah. Then when he wins, you're like, oh snap! And he can win cleanly, which I know they probably wouldn't do, but help from KO, and that's when you be thinking, okay, they celebrating together, and you're thinking ahead, your what KO's gonna do. Nothing happens. He's there for his friend, and he celebrates. And then now you can start doing everything else after that and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that. So,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, I like that. They got they got they got wonderful possibilities they can do. But my yeah. whole, my whole main thing is right now is what you're doing with your woman's title. That's still up in the air for both. Like it, I was telling, them I see maybe a rematch: Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, or Becky versus uh Ronda, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> see? But then I'm thinking, unless like, I really titles
0: are unified by right yeah,
1: then. Yeah, and I really don't see. Well, probably Bianca versus Ronda for the unification. Probably. But then I don't. That's gonna be real. You know what? I want that to happen just to see who they're gonna give it to. Because <laughs> it makes sense to give it to Bianca. Let like, you know, this is our future and everything, but they could easily give it to Rhonda and then have Rhonda lose it like a month later or something like well, that. So Plus,
0: it's like, the thing is, it's like, I think Bianca would be the best choice. Um, yeah.
2: Because
0: she deserves it. But you could have it be Rhonda, but at the same point, you would be having like this, you know, uh, conspiracy, Basically, a person who's revealed the result to be a conspiracy nut, you know, defeating basically the biggest role model in wrestling right now, Bianca Belair. Oh uh, no! You know what?
1: Hey, that's that'd be a good
0: tr- true test to Triple
1: H to let you know he's totally different from Vince because Vince would have did Ronda at <laughs> a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, Ronda, boom, yeah. tapped her out too. One, two, three.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I I, I honestly think Bianca beating Ronda would be great because you know, it's like think about it, you have a icon right now for not just like black people, but like girls in general, like Bianca Belair is like basically like icon status for little kid and stuff right now.
2: And then you have Ronda
0: Ronda Mm -hmm. Rousey who thinks Sandy Hook was staged. Um, Mm -hmm. You have a girl like Bianca who is basically a great white meat baby face. And then you have Ronda who is basically being how Ronda should have always been. Not being smiley but being a complete total bitch and everything. Um, like, Ronda's running rampant and destroying people on SmackDown. Bianca keeps overcoming the odds and being basically like the Shawn Michaels type baby, like Shawn Michaels type world champion, where she just keeps on pulling out, like, victories and everything. And you have them on a collision course at, like, night one of Mania or something. And then whoever wins the mm-hmm. rumble. Faces them at like night two or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Here, here you go. <laughs> funny you say, Shawn Michaels. Funny you say, Shawn Michaels. Because I I'm thinking in my head that yeah, LA wins on night one, the unified adult. and then the Royal Rumble winner. Just for just for shits and giggles, Joe. Uh, and I'm only saying the name because it's only funny to me, but I'm not knocking her. But like same name, who I might be. Saying. No, no, no. I was thinking it was thinking, Liv Morgan come in, just dominator. And this is like new heel persona, Liv Morgan, and boom. Takes it out, new champion. Because the whole point is, if you're going to give it to Bel Air to unify, it, you got to give it to someone new. And it has to be like, it don't have to be a dominating fashion if they are, you know, but they have to make a point that yes. Dom- if Bel Air Bel- mm-hmm. does it, there's nothing else for her to do. You know, she won the Royal Rumble. Had a WrestleMania moments. just beat Ronda Rose's unified belt, so now you got to give to somebody. And it has to be like a wild moment factor. I,
0: the name and I if was going to say was, uh, the, 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 the the surprise entrant into the Rumble could be Sasha Banks who wins the Rumble.
1: Uh-huh. Ooh, that's see. Now, if Sasha did win it from Bianca like that, it will be a little bit interesting. But let's say it's Raquel. that's coming there, power bombs her. You know, boom, boom, boom. There you go. See,
0: yeah. The person who I actually wouldn't mind beating Bianca, I would still have... So, night one, Bianca beats Ronda, unifies the belts. Mm-hmm. But the person that wins the Rumble, Ronda Rousey's tag team partner, Shayna Baszler. Ooh. So, Shayna Baszler, I would even have her go over the next night. Like, she beats Bianca, uh, and, you know, Bianca extends her hand, and they actually shake hands. That way, instantly, you can build up towards Shayna versus Ronda, because Ronda is upset that Shayna, you know, shook hands with Bianca.
1: Oh, oh I like that. You know what? Shayna. And Shayna beats her dominant fashion. Yeah. yeah. And Shayna's never so really had like a
0: babyface run or anything. So, like, yeah. Shayna as a babyface going against Ronda, building up towards whatever pay-per-views are between Mania and SummerSlam is a a completely fresh vibe.
1: And it can work, because Ronna can let her get over, and then Ronna can take her break. You know, you did the good thing for your friend. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it could be Shayna, yeah. yeah, You can do that. And that'd be a nice way to build Shayna back, let her dominate the Rumble like she did the first time. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, so, yeah. I don't know, Shayna, but you get what I'm saying, that that once Bianca wins it and unified, she gotta go Get destroyed by someone to make yeah. it like, oh, it's like, okay,
0: no, it has to be the
1: right person because if they it's not the right person, yeah, people are going to be getting their pitchforks out.
0: <laughs> now, if Roman Reigns, if they do keep the belt completely unified, I would still say it's probably going to be Cody more than Sammy at Mania, but oh, no,
1: it, it, it is. is, it is it, it, it just it's it, it's it got to be. That's why I'm so. See, here's my thing, though. That's what I'm hoping. Triple H, you know what? That was Vince's idea. I got something better. Sorry, Cody. Stuff changed. We're gonna move around. you are gonna give somebody a more thing. That's what I'm. Because I'll probably watch the Rumble just to see what direction Triple H is. is he gonna
0: follow Vince, or he's gonna do his own thing? Because it's gonna be interesting. Because now, so you. So you say you're you, you're gonna watch the Rumble. So are you uh are you planning on still doing your uh abstinence from wrestling until the rumble. Yes.
1: Right on. I'm trying to keep it surprised. Cause then it'd be that's the best way to watch the rumble because you don't know what's going on. You yeah. don't know nothing. That's true. Anything can happen. Yeah. You know. You know, Joe can say, Well, Johnny is gonna get it. Well, Johnny just did this and that. Whoa, interesting. Okay, I'll pit Johnny on the card thing. You know, just mm-hmm. how it goes. Yeah. But yeah. And then once I see what happens to the Royal Rumble, and if it's crazy or excitement, let's go on forward with it. But you know what? The scariest thing, Joe, I'm not really missing it. I really enjoy not doing it because I've been playing, trying to catch up on my backlog of video games. Not playing much, but I honestly,
0: the, <laughs> So the past few so I didn't watch any of this past week. so I'll, Other than some clips I saw after. But I didn't watch any of it live. Um, I didn't miss. I didn't feel like I was missing out. Um, the previous couple weeks. I was working late. And I didn't feel like I was missing out. Same goes with. Uh, Smackdown. I didn't feel like I was missing yeah. out or anything. NXT yeah. I didn't feel like I was missing out. Dynamite I don't feel like I'm missing out. Um, and. Here's the thing. I, Raw, I will always watch just because I've been watching it for almost 30 years. Um, but other than that, I think, like, other shows, I can basically, if I chose not to watch them, I would still watch their pay-per-views and everything. Like, as I said, like, I still plan on watching at least MJF versus Mox for AEW. I still mm-hmm. plan on watching the next Impact uh pay-per-view. Um but it's like if I didn't watch NXT Weekly, I would still watch Deadline or where the fuck their pay per view is called in December. Uh <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, I, and I'm really gonna cool.
1: watch uh Rh.
0: Just because oh, yeah, of R H. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I missed the, missed the last one, so I'll watch to see how they go with this one. But I'll i watch that. And that's and still- at the same time
0: as Deadline or whatever yeah. what pay per view is called.
1: Yeah. And like I said, social media and everything, like, everything is gone, though. So, like, I don't follow anything. Like, I post stuff on MVS, but I'm not following MVS. I'm still there, just not on my thing. So, it's like, so I I hear certain things, or if I hear y'all say something, I just look at a report, like, oh, that's interesting. But, all the stuff, I feel like I'm not missing anything, which is really weird,
0: because that was my main point. (laughs) Like, Raw from two weeks ago, I was told that Theory versus Ali was a good match. I was told this past week Theory versus Seth was a good match. I haven't seen a single clip of either match. Um I didn't go back to watch either one or anything. It's just I just didn't um yeah. I um uh, I, I I just didn't really have a desire to go back and watch it. Um It's just one of those things where, you know, you have other stuff going on that is a little bit better or something that you just kind of would rather be doing than watching it. Um, Even though I think it's the best of the weekly shows, even if Raw was the worst of the weekly shows, that would still probably be, if I had to choose one show the week to watch, I would still probably go with Raw if it was the worst show, but right now it's mm-hmm. easier to go with that just because I do think it's the best show on for wrestling, um, but yeah, it's just like Tuesday nights. not that anything really happens on Tuesdays, but NXT is just kind of... It to
1: itself? Cause I know a lot of people from the main roster on there now, so it's like... What
0: is that? (laughs) They have a lot of main roster guys, and they have a lot of NXT UK guys, but it doesn't feel like NXT UK, with the exception of like Devlin versus Dragon of a couple weeks ago. Um, Mm -hmm. Dynamite like that doesn't really do anything. It's like plus it's like even though I think Chucky season two is pretty bland this year, I would I I'd, I'd still rather watch that than hour two of Dynamite. Um mm-hmm. I usually have Fridays off so it's like honestly Thursday night it's like go out and like either take like a long walk or go somewhere or stay home and watch Impact that's been pre-recorded it's like right now I would rather kind of just do anything else and um I've tried doing a little bit more like sociable things Lately, even though I don't necessarily want to. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, Friday nights, it's like, you know, you choose to go out and do something or you want to watch, you know, SmackDown. It's just like, you got that thing where it's just like, oh, I guess I can just watch clips of SmackDown tomorrow or something. If somebody says something, it's can't miss. But yeah, right now it's, it's like really nothing in wrestling feels
1: can yeah and for almost 30 years i never thought i would say that to myself mm-hmm. and we saw some
0: bad raws back yeah. and that's a, that's <laughs> and that's the kicker that's the thing it's like um i i watched <laughs> raw from 2009 to 2013 which were awful years i watched raw 2016 to 2022 which were some awful years but like right now it's actually good but it's, it's like it's a thing that's just like oh yeah once it's finally getting good is when you're finally kind of burnt out on it yes it's like and m- maybe it's a good thing maybe you're just like, like oh you're ending it on I'm not, not saying ending it but it's like you're ending something on good terms so you can be like oh yeah I enjoyed what I was watching while I ended it as opposed to being like oh yeah I'm done watching this because you know John Cena defeated Wade Barrett for the 10th time in the past two months you know shit like that
1: yeah luckily I didn't have cable at the time so I kind of missed all that stuff yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't see Rob and stuff but I heard stuff like that
0: yes but it's like it's it's that situation where it's definitely a better product right now um, as I said, I think it's the best it's been since right before the brand split restarted in 2016. Um But yeah, it's just one of those things where I would I don't really care if I miss something. Um like I still kinda wish that I still kinda wish that uh Rampage and SmackDown were head-to-head and that Dynamite and uh, Raw were head-to-head just because it's like you know it just kind of eliminates that thing of being like oh yeah I could be watching these things but instead you're just like oh they're on the same night so you can clip them both off that way but now I just really don't care now it's just like I'm just kind of clipping them off regardless Um, yeah I don't know but as yeah, I I'll still be watching Raw. Um, I, I, this upcoming week, I'll most likely be watching... I don't think I have anything. No, I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, it's just like... yeah. This will be the first Raw I've watched start to finish. And... Well, it's after a pay-per-view. Well, not after, after a pay-per-view special. Sorry. Uh, premium... PLEs, uh, the yeah. premium Light events. The please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so understand that it just just don't miss it. And that's the main thing. Uh, like it started with classic castle. Like I watched it. Well, I turned it on, and like I told my mom, I came right in when uh, Imperial versus the the uh, Sheamus like, and them. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and like. I'm supposed to be hyped that they they, they brought back the Perium and everything, but like I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I I'm looking know. forward to Seamus What's, and Walter. That was the one thing I was looking forward to. I just I just What's wasn't funny feeling it. With
0: that is <laughs> Clash of the Castle was kind of the turning point for me too, but in the mm. opposite direction. Like I ate up everything at Clash of the Castle. I thought that was an insanely great pay per view, start to finish. But then. I think it was. Just, it's just like every RAW after that has been stellar and solid because RAW is still giving us like four, like four or five twenty-minute matches a week, which is perfect. That's that's what they should be doing. But it's one of those things where I think the last time I was truly jacked watching a pay per view um, was probably, or the last time I was really jacked watching wrestling at all was probably Clash of the Castle. Honestly. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a it's a different time watching.
2: That.
0: But yeah, I'd I'd rather honestly just be kind of watching whatever. Like if something's not if if something's not really that's a good thing with wrestling. If something's really not keeping your interest, and you don't want to watch it, you can always hop right back in the next week. It's not like oh, it's yeah. a serialized yeah. series oh, you... and you're going to miss out on so yeah. much extra detail. Um, no. But, yeah, it's like, kind of like what I was talking about with Chucky. I think Chucky season two is bad. I'm not sure if, I, if I'll watch season three, if they do a season three. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, If there's something airing that's going against, like, NXT or SmackDown that I want to watch, I'll pretty much choose that, just like I'm choosing Chucky over Dynamite. Um, And that's not to say that once Chucky's finished, that I won't go back and start watching Dynamite again.
1: Just that you got another thing you can watch. Yeah. yeah, It's
0: it's, it's always there as a backup, especially um, myself living in Nebraska, where basically starting this month until March, there's really not a whole lot you can do because it's pretty much going to be covered in snow for the most part, basically the next four months. So, it's just like, oh, can't really go for like a long walk or anything. Might as well see what, you know, um, John Moxley and Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson are up to right now. So, it's like, turn on Dynamite. Um, but, re- wrestling is always there if you need it. But you don't. It's one of those things where you don't necessarily need to watch it weekly.
1: Exactly, and I so just saying, I just full of my time of watching movies and other things. Like, like I finally saw Nope last night, and I loved it. Okay, right. I,
0: I love I Nope. I think it was. uh it's I think I, I I liked it better I think than Get Out. Um, I still like Us better though. Uh
1: you better watch it, white puppy. You're gonna lose your black audience. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I was like get get out. It's the pinnacle of everything.
0: <laughs> well, I thought yeah, that was great, but I, I I think I think Nope was just like epic. Um, but I I but but Us I think is his masterpiece though.
1: Um, I was telling my wife who watched Nope, she ain't seen the other two movies. She don't like scary movies, but you know I tell her they're not really that scary. So she watched Nope with me, and. Uh, I was telling I had to hurry up and see it because everybody since Get Out is divided about his movies now because they always overhype and stuff because of Get Out. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed Us, too. Um, but I can see why certain people didn't like it if they saw Get you know. Out. But I like Nope a little more better than Us because it, mm-hmm. it, it, the thing about when he does his movies is I'm thinking this is an alien movie. Mm-hmm. Alien invasion. They showed it, but it has to be more to it. And then, then you look at it and you see it. Not giving away spoilers, but when you watch it and then you just look at it and think about it, you're like, "It's a whole different thing." Yeah. When you think it's supposed to be, and I'm like, "Wow, that's that's pretty interesting." And my wife admits that I like at least in his movies, they're not doing stupid. Because yeah, he don't do stupid stuff. He does no. humor, but he doesn't overly do it as much. No, and He, the he, best he
0: doesn't slap you. In it. He doesn't make horror comedies, but he knows when he knows when to add a joke in at a well-timed moment. Like, it's realistic. John Carter. is realistic. realistic. Yeah. West Craven would do that, you know. All yeah. uh, most horror filmmakers would still add in a joke here and there. Don like, Romero, Don the Dead, would have like a joke here and there, but they they weren't into the horror comedy realm or anything. Like, you're not gonna look at like us or no. And get confused that you're watching Beetlejuice, you know, which is a p- pure horror comedy. Like you know, exactly. you're going to be watching a straight up movie that might just have a joke thrown in there. Hmm. Oh, and so I love, I love
1: it, and it was great. And uh, the concept of it, and I like it wasn't explained, which yeah. another thing people don't like. Like, it was that explained? It, it that you, you got what it was, what it does, and how to stop it. That's all yes. you need.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So. And I, I, I and, and it it felt like because it was like multiple genres and everything. Like you had the sci-fi element with the aliens, you had some like visceral horror moments with like, um, the ape. like the the eight, the yeah. And then you had a <laughs> you know, complete spaghetti western at the very end, like exactly. You had multiple mm-hmm. genres mixing together.
1: Oh yeah, so it, it was great. So did, yeah. did you watch Barbarian yet? I gotta watch it with a friend. I'm hopefully be watching it Thursday. Okay. Okay. I have it. I'm wanting to see it, but I want to see it with a friend. I'm going to see it. So yeah.
0: I I I I watched it twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. So. Did you? I can't. I, I don't think you mentioned it. Did you see parole yet?
1: Uh, in fact, I downloaded. I have it. I was gonna watch. Either watch that or smile tonight. Okay. I have not seen watch smile it. yet. I'm yeah, watch, I'll, I'll be watching
0: both of them this week. So yeah. I, I I'm gonna wait till Smile hits um uh, uh, I can't remember if it's a Paramount movie to hit Paramount Plus, or if it's like twentieth century that's hitting like uh HBO Max or Hulu. I know it's one I know it's like one of those that's gonna be hitting like streaming at some point. Uh, which is just like Mohammed I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast where So many movies have like a short, like, you know, (laughs) like a two month window anymore. So it's just like, a lot of times, unless it's like a movie that I know doesn't really have like a streaming service, kind of like A24 movies and stuff like that, um, or if it's a movie that is basically like a Marvel movie where if you don't see it, the commercials the next week are basically going to spoil it for you, it's like... Those are kind of the only times I'm really going to the theater right now, or if it's like something like kind of going back to like what I said about like, each H&M, where it's like some like a really small like indie or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But so many times I'll be like, "Oh, this movie is going to be hitting like you know HBO in 45 days." I'll just wait and watch that. One.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Because um, Barbarian, I like. Okay, I heard it come out. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna just. This- found a torrent of it and stuff. The day I found a torrent, it's the day they're like, it's free on HBO Max! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so like, all right, I have HBO Max, so but you're right, because they recruit? Let's, yeah. Let's be honest, there's nothing really, really popping in theaters to purely next year. It's everything, like, even with games, everybody like, this year in gaming, nothing really been oh my god stuff, you know, there'd be good niche stuff and good mm-hmm. stuff there, but Everything been pushed to next year, so I, I feel like any 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 entertainment thing is going to be really be probably exploding next year. So yeah,
0: well, I well that is kind of a kind of a semi ironic thing because possibly the what might be the high the highest grossing film of the year is coming out this Thursday. So uh huh, which I'm more excited than for Black Adam. Well, yeah, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like like that's even up to, for debate. <laughs> Yeah, it is! <laughs> it is. who you talk to. Well, I don't know. Man. I mean, like you know me. I, I, I love DC movies and stuff. And I, but it's like, there's if 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 they both came out the same day and there was no like, if there like both both these movies are coming out the same day, n- neither one will be available on to watch at home for like another six months or something. If I had to choose between Panther or Adam. I would I wouldn't even second guess myself. I, it's, it's pure Panther on that one.
1: Me too, especially this one. But then you yeah. know what? We have a follow-up. We 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 have excitement. Black Adam was like, all right, let's see how good this movie is. You know, so you can like, I don't have to see it opening day. I can catch. Well, this and
0: movie. that's the thing with Black Adam was it wasn't good, but it wasn't unwatchable. It was it was entertaining. No, it was no. a clusterfuck. <laughs> this is my review.
1: Over Muhammad quickly. This with the star power they had and what they needed to show, I thought DC would bring their A game. All they did is we got the Rock and we can just do what the hell we want. Y'all will like it anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how I felt. Black Adam was like, "This is your chance to be something fresh, new, and like
0: this is new DC, and y'all just... What that makes sense. And and then it's just like, what, what like. Amanda Waller running the operation also didn't really make sense. <laughs>
1: uh, There's a lot of things that didn't make sense. I,
0: I, Har- right. Harcourt popped up and everything. I felt like Harcourt was there just so people could be like, oh, hey, I like the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. I know her. Yeah, yeah. But out of ten, I might not know who she is, but yeah! yeah. <laughs> but I do think now since James Gunn fully has the keys to the kingdom that DC will be different. And I, I do hope that he... I would hope, not that, I don't think Black Adam is quite the Z-grade character that, say, Peacemaker is, obviously. But he's not definitely, you know, A-grade, like, Superman or anything. Um, But it's like, I kind of hope that under James Gunn, that DC doesn't, even though, spoilers for people who haven't seen Black Adam, turn it off right now. Even though Superman does pop up in Black Adam, um, oh, and that's spoiled by everybody, it, it, he's
1: the thing is you can just look up Black Adam IMDb. They say he's in the movie. Yeah, so. it's true, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. But it's like I wouldn't mind if, pretty much the only. I honestly kind of hope they, in James Gunn's DC films, they just kind of remove. They don't have to. They don't necessarily have to remove references to them. but I kind of hope that they're done with Batman and Joker and James Gunn's DC. It's like if you want to continue Batman, do it in the Batman universe, um, but keep kind of keep James Gunn's DC universe more for the underbelly and underground characters, because um, it worked for the Suicide Squad. Yes, and see. I'm
1: hoping good things come out of this. But I'm worried that I feel like the fans don't know when they have a good thing. Mm-hmm. They won't. So, if it's not DC-like in that way, but more Marvel-like, they're just gonna turn on it. and Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like this. But I hope for the best and I like that. I enjoy the Suicide Squad and I don't mind him doing the universe with DC like that. I think that'd be good. But, and the Batman post will be totally separate. And that's yeah. another thing that we can take care of also. Because now they probably, like, we want Ben like back. Because see, the, the funny thing is, the Flash movie post to reboot everything. Yeah, yeah. Is that still going to happen now? <laughs> see me? Or is it going to rush all the movies already done out and then he could start? <laughs>
2: so,
1: yeah. You got Shazam looks... And it was funny, I'm in that movie theater, they had Shazam and Black Panther, and I'm like, yeah, y'all really making me not want to see DC stuff. <laughs> I, mean,
0: I liked the first Shazam, even though- I it thought it was great for what it was, yes. but Even though it was the most expensive movie ticket I've ever had, because it was in 42nd Street up in New York City. Um, but- uh, Oh, wait. I think it was like, I, I think when me, Mohammed, and Pete saw it, I think it was like 22 bucks for a ticket or something close to it. Mm-hmm. Um but I like the first Shazam. The second one it doesn't look bad, but the second nah. one the second one looks basically like you take every criticism I have with uh She-Hulk and you shove it into Shazam and that's basically it's just like slapping you in the face with comedy non-stop in the trailer.
1: Yeah. And the whole family thing, I think they just kind of jumped the gun on that. I'm like, it'd be good if that was a part two thing, but now it's just a family, and I'm like,
0: just don't make a third one, because it's feeling me like this should be the last one. And that's the other thing I, my other thing about the DC movies right now, so, in Marvel, I get it. So, like, Miss Marvel being a fan of superheroes, I get because in the Marvel movie in the MCU, people like Captain America and Iron Man are looked at as heroes and whatnot. But, it, but then you see like um, skateboard kid in Black Adam or uh, um, crippled kid from Shazam. It's like they love superheroes, but it's just like I don't. It, it doesn't quite work the same because in this universe. They've never really done anything where the city is, like, clapping, watching them doing anything. Like, they didn't have, like, a battle of New York scene. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. And the skateboard kid. The real hero of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, what killed me about that skateboard kid and we can move off and blackout him mean, is that it tells you that in that universe... There is a Superman. There's a Batman. There are heroes. Yes. Okay. So, why did Enter gang using this high tech stuff? I'm surprised they cannot stop this superhuman being with normal things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I shot a gun, it didn't kill him. Like, oh shit! This is like super bad. Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Just> like... Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, yeah, and. Yeah, well, yeah, but Black Adam's a whole different thing. But no, the funny enough, I'm going out of town for Florida, starting Wednesday, well Thursday. I'm gonna try to get a ticket to Wakanda to see it on Sunday. Cool. So, gotta hurry up and go see that if I can. But uh, yeah, yeah, but we could talk about that all. So who, um, the, the,
0: um, I can't remember if it was Kevin Feige or Ryan Coogler. One of the two said on the interview, there was like fans won't even be able to guess who the new Black Panther is, which I kinda think is a curveball. Like there's purposely oh. saying that because they do th- like they, they're purposing that because people have already said who it is. Um but it kinda like in the the like the the pictures of it, it does kind of look like Black Panther has a a couple of little black puppies coming out of her so it kind of looks like it might be a female. Yes. But I'm thinking that's what they See, this thing, I thought, most people
1: thinking it is Sherry. As comic book accurate, mm-hmm. the voice is a woman. She could be Black Panther. Don't mean she's going to end the movie as yeah, Black, Black, Panther. Black Panther. Stuff like that. Oh, so it could go any way. And you're right, and it, that's the whole thing. Because I'm shocked that they, me, by Marvel showing it's a female, that's a distraction. Mm-hmm. You know how they always mess around with trailers and give yeah. you that and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. So. Well, plus
0: for all we know, that shot might be in the movie, but it just might be um, like a dream someone's having when they're covered in sand or something. You know,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. We at least know it's some female, but then they also said that there was a bigger helmet too that could have been a male one.
0: So we don't know. And I have seen. I, I have started to see people say, and you and I talked about this. Months ago, of the whole, if it's not Killmonger, then this movie's bullshit type thing. Where it's just like, uh huh. It's like, yeah.
1: That's just how you go because they didn't see him as a villain in the first one. And I'm like, I get where they're coming from, but you just, did you not watch the last third of that movie? (laughs) Okay. Okay, did he, just, did he just, just take over Wakanda with Forrest and did all his other stuff? Yeah, yeah, I don't forget about that. They only talk about the museum thing, and then when he, his last moment when he's died. That's like the only two things they talk about when they yeah. talk about yeah. Carol. I just, I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, okay. But yeah. It's gonna happen. And I can tell you now, it's Wakanda forever gonna do great. It's gonna be a good movie, but I already know it's gonna be plagued with Wokeism. It's gonna be M.C.U. <laughs> if it stays a female and all this other stuff, because that's, that's that's what they label in Marvel now. All females rule, because, you know, some reason that half this population is not female, so we can't do that. Because, you know, they got Ricky Williams in there. Oh, God, female arm man. She's black. Ah, I yeah, don't like yeah. it. <laughs> Ain't the conqueror. Ah, he's black. Y'all just woke.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like, it. yeah, it's we, like. We all white, yeah <laughs> so, so many people like like you know, I I, I didn't like She-Hulk or anything, but so many like so many people who hate She-Hulk basically hated him hated that show for that reason. And it's just like it's like, oh, I really I really can't say I didn't like it because people think that I'm basically having the same viewpoints. It's like it's like, nope, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna basically tell like a few people I didn't care for because it's like, but I I get it though. But here's the thing though, Joe, you like Miss Marvel, so I can't oh yeah, for
1: not liking She-Hulk because She-Hulk was just different in it in its way. But you like Miss Marvel though. Now if you didn't like Miss Marvel and didn't like She-Hulk, we got an issue because that's most people. I get that like they don't like either one, and I'm like.
0: Okay. (laughs) Miss Marvel is my favorite of all the MCU shows.
1: Yeah, see, so I get it. Everybody don't supposed to like everything. You know, I like them all, but if I had to go from a least favorite one, and it's probably Moon Knight, because I probably, I I, I binge watched Moon Knight. I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. I don't know very much about Moon Knight, but it's just like, I just watched it.
2: She you Hulk know, is my like,
1: least favorite. Um, yeah. then Wandavision. Um see? And then see people love WandaVision too, but I get why people didn't like Wandavision. But I also get why people got and fell in love with WandaVision also. But
0: you know, I'd you probably sure would put up. uh my next leaser, I'd probably say what if, just because even though I really liked what if, it just it was just kind of there, like you know, it doesn't really have that much ramifications on the greater MCU. Um. Mm-hmm. Then I would probably say probably Moon Knight. Um, while I enjoyed it, it's just one of those things where I haven't really thought about it much since it was on. Um, Same, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
1: then probably
0: yeah. Loki. But yeah, my 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 favorites and stuff like I thought uh, I thought uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was awesome. I thought that uh, Hawkeye was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought Miss Marvel was awesome.
1: And what's weird about it is those two are like the most grounded ones <laughs> compared to the rest of them. They just regular stuff. Yeah. Especially Hawkeye. There was no superpowers or no big alien thing, just just regular stuff. Yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. But yeah. And that's why I like it though. You can just, they can do, they can be different. Yeah. They can do different stuff, you know, just they doing something. Because right, the only exactly. thing DC is, to me, it was just Peacemaker. And Peacemaker was good because it was it was out there. Yeah. I, was James was, Gun. I don't think no one could did Peacemaker better than James Gunn. No. I am not like, yeah. like
0: we talked about in the past, like it really was um him doing B horror movie stuff in a superhero genre and getting away with it. Like HBO basically was like like, hey, there's a blank slate. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know, give us exactly. eight episodes, ten episodes, whatever it was, and have at it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was raunchy when they wanted to be. It mm-hmm. was funny. It, had, it was, it was like, out there. It, it had like tits in it for good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. three times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, and then you know, gory delts and you know sci-fi and everything. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It was it awesome. a great class, too. So yeah,
1: oh yeah. He's, he yeah, was, was having
0: a blast on that one.
1: Yeah, John Cena, Lily was invisible. You know, yeah. he's like, oh yes, it was great.
0: Well, I am going to go and head off and get myself some lunch here. Um no I'm About think, to run errands too. Um, I think I am. I think I might be working next Sunday. I, I'm not too sure. I think so. I might yeah, be on. I'll be. Week. I may not be on. Yeah, I'll be out of town. But like I said, we'll discuss that once we. But for before. people listening. Um, stay tuned because up next on this episode we are sending it over to Mohammed Fadi and he is going to be giving us his thoughts on his experience being live at Crown Jewel. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, happy podcasting!
3: Hello everyone, this is Mohammed Fathi uh, checking in from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. It is the morning after Crown Jewel, and boy what a crown jewel it was. Uh, This, uh, this, uh, to me, is the best crown jewel, uh, WWE crown jewel event that I have ever attended. Now, granted, it's the only WWE crown jewel event that I have ever attended, but still, the point stands. Um, So... This has been a great, uh, like, a bucket list of mine since they started doing shows in Saudi Arabia. Uh, uh, since Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia's uh, visa process was a lot complicated, they have made it much easier this year. So I was finally able to get a visa and come to Saudi uh, to come to Saudi Arabia to attend crown jewel. And addition, and then additionally, I am going uh, uh, this morning of Sunday morning. I am on my way to Mecca for to do an umrah. It's uh, for those of you not, uh, for those of you not aware of this, Umrah is the uh, optional pilgrimage. It's not the uh, main pilgrimage that uh, that is done at a certain season of the year. This is the non- optional pilgrimage that uh, could be done at any time of the year. And uh, yeah, it's a very spiritual time for me. But let's talk about Crown Jewel, You guys don't want to talk about religion right now. Um, so. Ah, uh, so I'm gonna try to make this as a, pers- a more of a personal account than uh, a review. Uh, well, it's probably gonna be a little bit of both, but I'll give you uh, the uh, so what. So uh, they had the WWE Village on uh, Friday afternoon, which was announced after everyone has uh, had already made their travel plans in the Ankara. So it's like the WWE Village started while I while uh, before my plane actually touched down in Riyadh. If I had known it was uh, they were gonna have it, I would have you know the. Uh, Altered my plans to come in a little earlier, but alas, Sylvie, that's the way it crumbles. Uh, anyway, um, they uh, had that uh, had the WWE fan village, which was outside the uh, which was outside the King Saud University uh, Stadium in uh, Marseille Park. They had a lot of two K game exhibits. They had the photo ops. Uh, they had actually a meeting beat for the stars. I couldn't get to meet anyone because time was late. And but um, uh, my friend and I were there, a uh, the fellow WrestleMania attendance uh, veteran, uh, my uh, my Shara sticky who got us. I think as we were sitting together. Um, but uh, in any case, um, we were sit. Uh, we were there, and uh, so we uh, we got there, and then. The press conference was going on. We walked in just in time to see Logan Paul strut out on a camel. And my goodness, Roman Reigns is magnificent, isn't he? The way he commands the place, the way he is the tribal chief. A lot of people were chanting for him, and a lot of people chant for Logan Paul as well. And then uh, they started, uh, then at the end, we started, uh, they started, uh, we want Sammy chant. And Roman just got on the mic and said, that after the way you behaved today, you don't deserve Sammy. Oh my goodness, that was such a great put down by the tribal chief. And uh, then there was... uh, It was great to see a lot of, you know, fans. A lot of them, some of them are veterans of the Saudi Arabia show. Some of them, a few have been to... A few had made the wrestling pilgrimage to WrestleMania a little bit. And had had a few, you know... uh, uh, had a few experience, but it was great to see everyone there. We were uh, handling it. Uh, it's great to see people I love uh, that love wrestling are sitting. I love wrestling. Love the WWE are sitting there talking. Uh, wrestling shirts all over the place, and uh, we stood in line for the meeting a little bit until we realized it's gonna be too long. And we had you know tickets for a play down at the Riyadh Boulevard part of the Riyadh season now again we would not have made those plans had we known there was going to be a wwe village uh uh, village thingy but alas that's how it is anyways so uh we stood there we talked to a few people who saw wrestling and shits and i i drew a lot of attention because i was wearing my roman reigns suplexorist shirt you guys know the one where roman reigns looks like uh, they had roman reigns uh drawing and it was uh, remixed to look like the girl from The Exorcist and uh, it had just a suplexes on it, so a lot of people were like, you know, you're here for wrestling and uh, you know, even at the hotel and so forth, and who do you want to win, and uh, you know, that kind of stuff well, it was clear I want Roman to win, but that's not but, and uh, we kept sitting there, and it, it's just seeing people that are experiencing these things for the first time, because I think, as far as I know, this is the first time in Saudi Arabia that they did a fan, that they made a fan event an axis like uh, sort of thing. It was also an open roof, so that was great. Um, but. Uh, and. Yeah. That uh, that was an awesome thing they did. And. Uh, okay, so I'm drifting off here. Let's get back on point. They had meet and greets with, I think, the Judgment Day minus Finn Balor, Scarlet and Kevin uh, Cross, and there was a third. Meeting, I'm not sure who it was. Now, if I had known it was going to be Scarlet Carrying Cross, maybe because of my massive crush on Scarlett, I would have canceled the play. I would have said you know we you know we've paid or we've paid our dues. Let's just sit and hang. But uh, it was good to also to get out of it. Uh, the wrestling a little bit. it's again every time I go to the U.S. for WrestleMania, I go see a play on Broadway. So this time I got to see an Arabic play, an Egyptian comedy, which I haven't seen in ages. It was a good day and uh, and that was the day so get to the next day now let's talk logistics now as i understood it, this is the first time they actually hold crown jewel in that particular stadium Uh, and And that was an amazing location that stadium looked great it looked like a wrestlemania setup they had the stage the crown jewel setup but they don't do any uh, which is the basic crown jewel setup they had for a couple of times before but it's the identity of the show now so uh, now so it's great that that's that's still there that stadiums uh it was not sold out there were a lot of people but it was it was still a packed stadium like it was there was a lot of people And uh, and uh, a lot of and a lot of the good. Uh, and the place logistically is great because as we le- as we got in there and as we left the arena after the uh, after the show, there wasn't a lot of traffic congestion. Dare there, there I say there wasn't traffic congestion at all. So our Uber arrived with. Uh, I mean, you had to walk a little bit to get to where the Uber is going to pick you up, but the Uber arrived fairly quickly. But. These, the show starts, uh, we're, st- we're there on the floor, we're getting to our seats, uh, keep talking to people, and for some reason a lot of people started talking to me in English, I don't know, I, get, I guess I give up the and then when they discover that I'm an uh, Egyptian, I speak Arabic, they get surprised, well, you got started with the English, I'm just gonna carry on whatever that is, but that's a good, uh, but it's... It, it, it's nice to surprise people, I guess. And uh, walk in, I saw a few veterans, a few people who have gone to other shows uh, back in the states. Have gone to the other. I saw this one guy from from Saudi Arabia who's at this show, and he also went to the Cardiff show. Got to see the young. Uh, I got to see the undertaker's one dead man show twice. There, lucky uh, dude. Not gonna, not gonna Sold the guy for you know having the plan, uh, wearable to the plan and everything. And. Uh, I believe I was the only person that this year, uh, as far as people I know, I've, people I've seen and so forth, I'm the, I mean, there are a lot of people that flew in from other countries as well, other Arabic countries, I'm not sure that anyone made the trip from the States or, you know, Europe or anything of like that, but a lot of people flew in from other countries, uh, Kuwait from... Qatar or from Abu Dhabi like myself uh, an Egyptian from Abu Dhabi came in as well but I believe I'm the only person this year that has attended both the Wrestlemania and Crown Jewel so uh, that's a plus for me um, I mean it's it's a weird it's it's something that's not I don't get anything for that uh, honor but it's good but uh, let's talk the show. And now, uh, now, if you see that uh, there are a lot of people, like the hard camera-facing uh, crowd, did not get up on their feet for a lot of the. Uh, I need to tell you that this was for some reason the security would not let us stand up during the entrances or after the matches. We, uh, we did that for the first uh, match, but then they, you know, shut it down, and that caused a lot of yeah, problem. Uh, that caused a lot of, you know, congestion because. Few people were rushing in from the back from the back place to the front uh, to the uh, to their inside area, and they would block the view, and the security would not tell them, in, but they would tell us to sit down, but we couldn't see. So you know, it happens at every wrestling show. They get an hour or so to get their shit together, I guess, because it's 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 a new place for the venue itself. So the security in the venue is not understanding of what's going on, but it's a different thing but that's uh, something uh, that's something for another time uh, to talk about uh, here uh, so here we are and a lot of people were chanting there was a group of guys in the row in front of me that ju- that were chanting just for the hell of chanting which kinda you know I like chanting and everything and I know it's fans they have not seen this stuff in a while and they wanna do this the whole thing uh, it's great thing eh? but Chants have to be organic i'd say i mean like at one point they were saying uh, let's go roman roman uh, let's go logan logan such at uh, the same yeah like the same dudes would be doing both of them and i was and i shut that down honestly i would say like you're doing you, you cannot do both sides of the doing chance if you want to do an chant let someone else do it with you and then and, uh, and then go with it, and then hold the hold your part don't hold both sides of the coin made a little less but I was, I was doing that, well. and uh, I loved a few travel chief and Roman and Logan, and uh, people would they go, Logan, Paul, and I would just, you know, go, sucks, or Roman, and then response from the main event. That main event was electric, by the way. And, uh, but it's nice to see people get that joy out of life, that they don't get out of life, that they're not, they don't get to see this a lot, which is something I'm in the boat of. I only go to WrestleMania once a year, so I'm like. And we got to see uh, the rest of the shows but it's it's nice that that uh, and that to see people getting there uh, getting uh, seeing this and feeling that the joy of doing of watching this and uh, yeah so let's we'll start the matches first match Brock Lesnar versus Bob Lashley hot hot crowd hot people uh, hot, uh, hot match itself it was very good Bobby Lashley. a lot of people thought Bobby Lashley was gonna win this the way it was going, and uh, that pinfall. No one saw that. that saw that coming? Wow. Well, yeah. It's. I love. I. Uh, I love it actually because it, Because Bobby Lashley still looked like a badass coming out of it. Probably a heel turn, which makes sense because people were cheering him and then they booed him once Rock Lesnar came out. So, and they uh, fought him, that one time. Um yeah, the match was great. And then the tag team match well, uh, came up and a lot of great fans coming and going. Uh, no one saw Nikki Cross coming. She came out of nowhere and that kind of thing. Uh, let's talk about the whole Bray Wyatt, uh, Bray White the Moth uh, logo coming up while Alexa was doing her backstage interview. Personally, I don't want Alexa Plus to be involved with Bray White anymore. Excuse me. Um, I feel that has run its course, and Alexa's warehouse was some of the worst TV segments during the pandemic era, and during the or during the uh, not the pandemic era, I guess it's just during the Thunderdome era and whatever happened. You know, just it wasn't good TV. It was it was just you know rambling and stuff, and it was not carried. So I'd rather Alexa stay as she is right now. Maybe maybe have a little a little fight for a soul or anything but that's that is it and steel cage match now the first thing i noticed is the door looks huge for the cage i thought maybe the cage is smaller than usual but then it descended and i could see it was towering over both guys so it's uh, the door was huge now this is my first ever steel cage that i've uh, matched that i've attended live i've attended hell and souls ladders never seen cage match before so this was a cool experience for me but i'm not sure if the door has always been this large or it's or and I'm just noticing now because I'm there, or if it's uh, or if this is new for this particular cage. And what a great, what a cage match, by the way. This was for, uh, during Drew McIntyre's first time. I noticed the drones, uh, the drone entrances, and they had Drew's sword like across the sky, which was an awesome visual. And uh, what a match! This match was good. This was match was well, really good. Also, another thing, the right guy won because Drew is coming off of two pay-per-view losses. Uh, and, uh, and at the same time, Cross did not look weak, and uh, they still could go. Someone have a rubber match, I guess, with this. So this match, and but you celebrated like it was the end of it. We won by skating. So we'll see what happens. But they're a great cage match. Like you don't get cage matches like that anymore. This was pretty good. There wasn't a lot of you know uh, false pandering or any of that stuff. It was a good match and uh, that was the, that. was the cage match what else was on this card now I'm, gonna try to, I'm not sure when Omos versus uh, Braun Strowman happened because this was my break match I'm going to be honest with you I did not pay much attention during it uh, it was nice to see a test of strength I haven't seen a proper test of strength happen uh, during a match since the Hulk Hogan era in the 90s or the 80s even It was brief, but it was still still cool. It was cool to see a test of strength. And, uh, yeah, you gotta see these guys. I mean, like, it's... Again, the match doesn't... is not good technically, but on paper, it's a good, attractive... Like, giant versus giant match. It's a nice attraction match. So, you got that going for you. Um, Tag match. Again, a crowd was a little, you know, not into it at first, but then we got into it. Uh... Pretty good, pretty good match itself. Uh, Butch, uh, uh, FKA, he done, did a great job, and so did Rich Holland honestly. And the the uses were the uses. It's a pretty good, solid match. And then uh, I remember the last, like, I think it's the tag match, then the women's match think yeah that was it and then you got the last woman standing match and I was telling him this might steal the show actually and I don't know, I'm not sure if it did but it was a pretty good match because Bailey again has a mind for this stuff she was great throughout this match from beginning to end uh, and I'll, I marked out for her coming out to her classic team instead like the old team instead of the damage control team I was hoping she would come out to the, the you know the original the heel Bailey original team that was uh, cool and Bianca Belair, one thing that people have talked about in the should Bianca Belair should not be smiling coming out because this girl has been, you know, a, a thorn in her side since every turn. Bianca should be serious at least going into that. He could be all smiles and giggles after the match, but before the match, he could just go in. And, and, uh, that golf cart thing was pretty sweet that was pretty cool and i'm not sure uh, i'm not sure what happened when she slammed her off the golf cart that was was maybe supposed to hit the table because from the angle i saw it i did not see the table original that was set up there so i could not tell but i guess that was uh, that's what happened and they had to ad-lib that in that part where bianca actually power bombs her into the table instead of you know just slamming her off the top of the golf cart into the table and then you had uh, that finish that finish was pretty that finish was pretty cool i'm not gonna lie those chair shots by bailey at the end were brutal uh yeah i mean bailey is the man or uh, is the king. pretty good match now the crowd took her down during the both those match because of the placement not because the matches were bad or anything because they, this match like the last women's match was that co-main event or the pre-main event if you if you will and not including a very wide segment but that was, uh, it was a good match, that the crowds are hot, but it ended hot. But again, it's the problem, this is the problem with show. It was like, this was the, around the three hour ma- uh, mark. The, the crowd, the audience was a little, you know, a little tuckered out. We did get it up for the Bray Wyatt when he came out though. And uh, again, the drones thing, that was scar- That thing was scary when, when they did it for Bray Wyatt because it was out of focus and then it uh, turned them on and it kept getting larger as if it was like you know coming closer to us so that was pretty that was pretty freakish it was cool uh the bray white uh, the bray white team i could say that this did nothing uh, storyline wise like uh, well it kind of did something storyline but could have been done on SmackDown. but they did the whole but it was great uh, but it was good to see bray white and do that entrance and uh i was shocked that he referenced his family and they were like okay we're going there that's interesting uh, and he is over, and people like. And I'm not sure. He said that no one loves me, and then we started a chant of "We love you, we love you." And I'm not sure that came out. I heard reports parts that we came off pretty loud and uh, on this show. So I'm home, and yeah, a lot of there was a lot of chanting throughout the uh, throughout the night, even when people were tired. There's this now again, guys in front of me. They overused the "This is awesome" chant. They were doing it for every match. Which again, uh, it's hard to argue that any of these matches were bad or even uh, n- or even not even great. They were pretty good, all of them. They some of them were pretty awesome as well. But it's like yeah, when you chant for every match, here kind of it kind of loses meaning. But and uh, but it was nice to see Bray Wyatt. He after the cutout, he you know he kept like gesturing to the audience how grateful uh, like the, the grateful gesture to the audience that was uh, that was appreciated and then you had uh, the main event logan paul comes in he descends from the heavens and uh, a lot of like a lot of young people love him a lot of youngsters uh, love him a lot like when he threw i don't know if he threw a jacket or sunglasses to the crowd a lot of kids uh, you know like teens or tweens or whatever they call them now or uh jump for it and uh, yeah the other uh, but roman reigns man this guy's over a lot of a lot of people are acknowledging the travel chief kind of sponges he didn't say kingdom of saudi arabia I acknowledge me he did it at the press conference so i guess that covers that but still it would have been great to see it in this in this match again a roman reigns that entrance now that is an entrance you can just bask in and just get enamored with it and lose yourself in that music and the way he walks to it and it, it, it's it's an awesome awesome entrance you cannot deny that and those fireworks amazing fire uh, like the fireworks and the pyro throughout the show was great and then they had uh, the logan paul fizzing off versus roman reigns drones thing which was also pretty cool and uh, yeah this match was great man i was not expecting roman to give logan paul so much honestly he, they, he gave him a lot like he gave he sold a lot of his moves he was like the whole like i'm shocked this guy actually can uh, can wrestle type looks he made logan no i'm not saying he made, he made him a star logan paul is already a star because of his out because of his other endeavors but he made him a bigger star than he was and i like that they protected solo so even though it's weird that the security only showed up you know when solo showed up but i like that they protected him with jake paul i wasn't ready for jake paul to knock out another member of the tribal line. The solo should not be threatened in any way shape or form at this point and yeah roman did not even stay in celebrate because he was selling that the joe actually hurt him after those after that punch from logan paul awesome match awesome ending awesome night all in all honestly uh, crown jewel was great and i'm looking forward to the next time they're in uh, saudi arabia um hopefully i'll be there as well as well or as something i'm not sure like they took the elimination chamber to montreal i'm not sure if they're going to give us something in place like at the press conference the relationship said our relationship with saudi arabia if you would like what happened so far you're not you're gonna love what's coming next so we'll see hopefully okay that's it that's uh 20 minutes i'm sorry i cut into the time of the uh, of the other two hosts uh but come on people uh, uh let's let's be honest i'm the real star of this show so <laughs> so there's that uh thanks a uh, cheers from uh saudi arabia from riyadh i will see you uh, probably next week i'm not gonna be here as a uh, either but I'll see you guys when I see you. Uh, thank you for supporting us so even the old old seven of you or, or whatever municipal number it is but we love doing this for ourselves and we love doing it for whoever listens to us so thank you everyone uh, much love here from the outside area this moment Mohammed he's signing off thanks bye